really dug in. So, boom, sky high 54. Go ahead. Microsoft buys Activision. Right to you, Marcus. Go ahead. For $69 billion, man. It was it was crazy because I, I wake up kind of early for work, right? So I'm I'm waking up, you know, uh, and I'm, let me let me not even lie to myself. Uh, I usually <laughs> take about 15 minutes to wake up, right? So I'm just like, yeah. How so many I'm times you snooze? You snoozing? No, I usually oh, okay. I'm actually just awake. I'm just actually okay. awake, but I'm just not getting Laying up. I'm just looking at this. Yeah, that's good. So uh, and so like, uh, because I haven't sit to where my I have the like the Hugh Phillips lights. And I can set what time the light starts to come on, so it gradually turns on by six o'clock, and so that light just wakes me up a little bit. Um, uh, but for the most part, I'm actually a little bit waking up before it. So I'm, I'm waking up, and then I, I go do my my bad habit, and I go on Instagram, right? And I'm just the first thing I do is I go on, or this morning I go on there, and I look, and I believe it was either IGN or Microsoft, but the first thing I saw was. Microsoft buys Activision for $69 billion. I was like, all I could think was like, what the fuck? I know. Like, I literally texted my roommate when I got I sent him the thing. I was like, what? And so I started looking up other places. Yeah. And I was like, Confirmed. and there was already like a statement by by the, uh, the now he's the CEO of, of um, Microsoft Studios and Gaming, uh, uh-huh. uh, Phil Spencer. And so I was like, I look it up and I see it. I was like, and then I'm just like, what in the world is this? First, I was like the price. And then I started seeing like, wait, Call of Duty is going to be on on Microsoft? Like maybe only, you know? And it was just like, wow. Those are the first two, like Call of Duty is huge, you know? Even though uh, like, as I went through the day, I'm like, ah, I feel like some of the games are stacked still, but I was just like, this is huge. The franchise was- alone is fucking popular. Yeah, that franchise alone is is like for if you're a bro out there, you're probably playing Call of Duty. That's like three games that people play that are bro. Stay right? prestige. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're you're Call of Duty, you're playing Madden, or you're playing 2K. Those are three rotation games that people are playing every year, no matter yeah. what, right? And 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 usually that reads all gamers. But if you're a bro gamer, that's what you're playing for sure, right? Yeah, that is true. I rotate between those three exact. That's right. You rotate through this. It's like I game. I'm not. I don't game like I used to. As far as like, hey, let me go and play the Final Fantasies or whatever. Uh, You will play. You will play a GTA when the new one drops out. Maybe you know what I'm saying. But other than that, like that's the rotation, right? And I was like, damn, Call of Duty is with, with, with Microsoft. And then I started to think about like, what other games they have. And I started looking up. They had Overwatch, and they got the World of Warcraft or the Warcraft series. But obviously, the one that stands out the most was like Call of Duty. I was like, damn, that's just like, that's almost a billion dollars a year on because how people play it. You know what I'm saying? Like how many people play it. And that's not including what they put into buying skins after they hit them skins, right? <laughs> but, 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 so I was just like, and then I went through the history because I was thinking like, dang, one of the things I remember playing the most on my 360 was Call of Duty. And it was one of those things where people, most people I knew were like, we're playing Call of Duty on Xbox, you know, and yeah. it, and it's kind of kind of funny how it came back around. But there's another there's other games, too, that Activision owns, like Diablo. Um, I mean, World of Warcraft alone is already huge. Yeah. But another one that people we I didn't realize, but I sleep on is Candy Crush for your phone. Oh, shit. People Son. spend hella money every day on that, I guess. Worldwide. 
All right. So what happens with something like this? Microsoft acquires this, right? What What are the implications here? You're a tech guy. You You live in a computer. What What, what, what is the implications here? What are the possibilities? What happens here? Well, well first, I mean, first they got to get it all approved, right? Because that, that's going to take another year, a year and a half to get approved, right? Okay. Uh, make sure there's no antitrust type of things or or monopoly, which uh, according to the statement today, they're saying that even with this purchase, it will make Microsoft the third largest global in revenue uh, uh, gaming company. Alert, Number one alert, will be alert. Tencent. But one, one will be Tencent. Second would be, guess what? Sony, right? Yeah. So in revenue, Sony makes more money than Microsoft's <laughs> game section, you know? This, that's yeah. just their one section. That's the gaming, yeah. 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 So um, so they're trying, they have to go through all of that. But one of the things, I mean, the, there's so many possibilities because when they bought Bethesda sometime last year, do you know what Bethesda is? Like what they own? So that was that was an earth-shattering thing because Bethesda was $7.5 billion. And I think Disney had bought Star Wars for four billion, and you know how huge Star Wars is, right? Okay, okay. So Bethesda, Bethesda owns Doom, Wolfenstein, the Fallout games. Um, I think the Elder Scrolls. Uh, these are just a few that I that I'm. Are they buying the like, rights to the brand or just the gaming rights? They bought the whole shebang, which is so they called, have, actually it's okay. called Zen. So they have all that, all the game development, and all the tech that comes with it, right? Okay. Okay. I follow, so, so I same thing. Same thing with Amazon, or not Amazon, but uh, with um, uh, Activision Blizzard, right? So you get you get the Warcraft, yeah. you get the Starcraft, oh, you get you own yeah. all that intellectual. A lot of property, PC work right out there. Yeah, yeah. You have you, now you own ba- Crash Bandicoot, right? And then Spiral. These are it's crazy. Crash Bandicoot at one time was Sony's mascot. Think about that. Oh, Think early on, 90, yeah, early on, yeah. 95, 95, yeah. 96. The little gray box, the, yeah. No, yeah, they're, Crash they're, was yeah. like their shit, yeah. Crash was, like, and even in, a little bit in PlayStation 2, but it was like, that was their, that was kind of their mascot. So now Activision owns that, uh, but then you own like the back end of things. Like, so you have with World of Warcraft, you, you, you own their servers, you own their technology on how they run the servers, right? The same thing with, with whatever Call of Duty uses to run their servers and their technology that they use for their game engine. So, so they you kick them into PC gaming almost. Yeah, like, yeah. Damn. So you kick in, yeah, and 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 that's another thing. Like how how Microsoft is trying to put it together is like, okay, you can get all this a part of our Game Pass service, you know. And if you want to play on your your Xbox or your PC, you know, if it's if it's either or, right, you can. It's ten dollars. But if you want to get one subscription for both, it's fifteen dollars, right? Yeah. So so like so you get like both, right? Wow. And you can play on your cloud, meaning that you can play on your your phone, like you can stream. You can go into an app, Candy or, Crush, or, yeah, or or but but you can if it works well, or you can play, um, Forza Horizon or or Damn. Call of Duty on yeah. your phone, you know, on a streaming like if you're streaming somewhere. So that opens that all up, plus the tech. And one of the things I I was saying earlier is if since the company is within itself right these different gaming development companies what you can still do technically is like all right you could do there's a like say you have 80 100 people let's make it even you have 100 people in your studio all right 80 of them are working on call of duty right 10 are working on upkeeping the last call of duty and then the other 10 could be set aside to assist with halo 
fixing their network or doing things to help another company. Yeah. Like, okay, we're we're better at creating this, the the hit detection for gaming for for bullets or whatever. So let's go assist you. So you can offset certain expertise to that 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 game, you know, that that studio yeah. to another group within your studio that you own, you know? Yeah. Almost like, like, oh yeah, we need some assist, we need some assistance. Yeah, share some uh trade knowledge, right? Yeah. yeah, exactly. You're sharing knowledge, like, okay, this is oh. like, or 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 on top of it, say like, okay, you know, we're you're starting the development of the game, right? Of Call of Duty, uh, Modern Warfare Two, right? And so you have like half your team working on that, getting in, in, in preparation, while say, um, uh, Bethesda is gonna make Quake, another Quake game, and they're like at the end stages, and they need as much help to get that game out on time. You can offload some of that help to yeah. help them put it together. You know. What does future gaming look like? What, how integrated is it mm. going to be? Because with a purchase never, like this, I'm thinking these games are going to go to some next level shit. I don't know if it's going to be by form of Oculus or some kind of, you know, integrated, you know, kind of augmented reality, possibly. I mean, you know, you see some of those commercials, like the Call of Duty ones kind of have that idea where it's you, the player in there, you know, like, hey, come on. You know, you've seen those fucking commercials. Yeah. So so for me, like, I absolutely, <clears throat> come on. I absolutely love uh, uh, augmented reality more than VR okay. because when they had the what was it, the Hololens, which was what Microsoft was going to work on, but it never came out. It was like a, a visor, but then it would have a display, but then you you could still see in your world uh-huh. what's going on, but it'll have like three renders in front of it, right? Yeah. I like that more just because I don't like the fact of being enclosed and I don't know what's going on around me, like with the V for me, right? I think I think Hololens. Hollowins is dope. I don't know if it would work for gaming because what I could see is like if they did do a VR, say they did a VR for Halo, right? And you're Master Chief and you put on the helmet and you can see the things come up like on the yeah. side. Yeah. Ill, man. Ill. Right. And then you could just like, you could just like go around. Maybe they, they'll do a peripheral where you just go around like this and you're shooting, you know, because I've seen it at arcades yeah. and you're shooting it or whatever. Yeah. Maybe have a little kickback on it so you have half the feedback. Or you can just do it in your controller where you go, where you can go look over here. And you yeah. don't even have to use the controller. You can just use your head and they'll move and then you just shoot. You know what I'm saying? There could be possibilities where VR doesn't even have the, the dual stick. You just have the buttons, right? Yeah. And you use your head to move, you know? Yeah. But that, that, I mean, depending on how quick you do, you might break your neck. Depending on, <laughs> you, you can have both, you know, ah, right? But I'm just saying, like, these are, these are options that they can do. Right now, Microsoft isn't, um, isn't investing heavily on VR because what they want, at least the last thing I remember them hearing is like, we want to be to a position where VR can be wireless. We don't, if we're going to go that route, we don't want anything connected. Because when things are connected, and especially you have wires and you have your head, you might trip over it, whatever. So they would want it to a point where it's, it's like, you know, not connected. So is that well, via like some other, you know, frequency type situation, like earphone, or are you uh, talking about some kind of implanting? Up your booty? No, that's fine. Uh, I mean, it could it could be implanting. I don't know. I mean, I, I don't think so. I, I don't like. There could be a way just to create a a, a wireless um, signal into the in the head or right? not in the head, but on the helmet, right? And then the the thing though is anything that's wireless, and and then we have to get into frequencies depending on how people feel about it. But anything wireless, you have to have a frequency that's like low latency, because, or I mean, technically. Unless you're playing online, you know, that doesn't matter. 
you, you need a you need something because you can probably create a buffer and what could happen and then you know like not what could happen but a buffer in the game in general and uh, like like a delay or something yeah because what happens is anytime you do wireless there's a delay in the game you know what I'm saying? Ah. so uh and that's why wired things in general are are a little bit more uh like 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 when you play video games if you're playing online you want to play wired you know what i'm yes. saying yes yes um or or when people are playing when people are playing like uh any esports yes. they're having their controller wired yes. to the system you know yes. what i'm saying so are we at a point where that is always going to be the case or is this wireless shit only going to get better i think it's going to get better but i i just I just don't, and I could be wrong, but I just don't ever see that wireless will be faster than wired. That's what I'm saying. Like, so, how, but how does wireless keep on getting better, but still not better than wired? Um, I just think of passive leash resistance, right? So what happens is, and in, in the tech, right? In the wire, you can have something go straight to electric, electric impulse to the controller and back, right? While, while when you do something wirelessly, right? Wirelessly, what you have to do is well, wirelessly, you're sending electric, uh, electrical signal. Then that signal is creating, uh, uh, then that like electricity is turned turn into a signal, right? So that's got to send, right? It's creating that wave. And then the whatever it's receiving has to receive it, right? Has to receive it wirelessly, then transcode that, and then understand it. And then you press a button, and then now that creates a, a signal and it sends it back. You know. That's now there could be there could be there could be there could be, mm, there could be ways too because like uh, on a lot of wires, right? And even on wires, you have two wires on a lot of stuff because one is to send, one is to receive. So you have imagine it like being a a lane, right? Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, even like optic, like a a lane, just like a car lane, right? Usually have one going one way, one going another. If they're going, if they're on one lane or one lane, and they have things going back and forth, it's going to be uh, a traffic jam. Okay, mm -hmm. and that's why a lot of times you have signals on different things. Now you could probably do something because every and most signals are send and receive, right? They could probably do one one lane to wireless, like you do one wireless frequency for sending and one to 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 like they'll they'll be di two different. Frequencies to send so they they don't get yeah crossed up so it's faster to be like mm -hmm. back and forth you know like instant yeah yeah instant um mm -hmm. now I, I don't really know any controls I have to look if they already do that but I just said like that could speed up the process. But what know, do we saying? ultimately want from video games? For us to just what? be living in a video game? Is that how, how far are we mm -hmm. going here? I mean, I mean, I mean, like you know, that's <laughs> I mean that if that's I mean like like I feel like you were trying to set that up for that, but yeah, like like people were talking about the metaverse again and what they're I don't even know anymore what the metaverse really is because i'm sitting there like at the, at the end of the day it, i mean until something happens and i don't know if i'm ready for this at the end of the day like whatever you do in the metaverse it just doesn't isn't real you know you still have to oh. get out of that and live and live live in in world in this world right i got something for you so uh, uh a cohort of mine showed me a video uh, and it was like a little TikTok video. I'm not on TikTok, but he it was off mm -hmm. of TikTok. So it was a, basically it was a snippet of some uh, multiverse situation or some you know something like that, some metaverse situation. And there was yeah. a guy trying to feed a coconut to a female, and she was like, mm -hmm. "Get away from me! Get away from me!" And then he was like, "Uh," it was like a coconut with a straw, and he was just trying to 
you know feed it to her and then some yeah. dude some dude rolled up you know some other character it was like hey man step away and then it just went off and it was just hella funny right it was like oh shit yeah and then he showed me another clip of somebody addressing it like hey you know we need to talk about you know the situation that happened in the metaverse how are we gonna deal with this <laughs> like it's like oh shit <laughs> already here we go <laughs> Right, we could we could harass people, and then, and then you could be, go online. I, in the real world, I'm a man, and online, I'm a female. <laughs> but know? I mean, that's what I'm like, saying, though. Like, how much is the metaverse just going to be what we do here? It's like playing The Sims. You know what I'm saying? Like, when you play well, yeah, The no, Sims, no, sometimes you that. just play it so like conservatively. <laughs> You're like, oh, I'm just going to get a bed. It just be very basic. <laughs> like, what? The only the only thing I can think of is be weird. Is like, all right, I got to connect in a metaverse to go to work, and you go to work, and you actually get currency that works in the real world. You know, that's what I mean. I guess that's what cryptocurrency is. I don't know. It just doesn't make any sense to me because it's just like, because to me, I'm like, that's that's not real, and this is tangible. Real, like I can feel my fingers. So I, so I know, you know. But that's what's strange, right? Because don't you remember, like, watching the Jetsons or all that futuristic shit we grew up watching? It kind of mm. alluded to ideas of this, whether, like, hey, I'm just going to click in and I'm at work, or, oh, my self-driving car is just going to drop. Like, you could reference a million movies that, you know, came across our way, especially when we were young, kind of hinting at these ideas. So yeah. for them to be, like, kind of here, it's almost hard to kind of wrap your head around. I mean, that's how it feels. It is weird. You're like, I don't know about this. But then again, it's like, yeah, I mean, is this really the possibility? The Ready Player One was quite intriguing. I remember watching that movie and I was I haven't just watched like, that one yet. Quite intriguing, I must say. Even just the how creative it is, for whatever lack of a better word. I'm thinking in my head already, oh, this is already in beta somewhere, like the idea of it. I mean, not to spoil it. I'm assuming you'll watch it at some point. But, I mean, you can spoil it all you want. I'm, okay. I don't. I don't. Basically, I don't it's just a motherfucker that uh, basically the world is just g- gaming or this the idea. If I vaguely remember, yeah, he's a gamer, but he clicks into a bodysuit and it's like a 360 treadmill, and then he just clicks in there, and then he's kind of, but he's constantly living in there. So that world and it kind of transitions into the real world, eh, something like that. And I'm like, yo, this can be a possibility based on what I at least perceive the idea of the future people to be a lot more gamers than anything else. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, they're saying that like you're, you're looking at you're you're looking at like I have to look at I have to look it up real quick because they're saying that that this purchase was the highest tech purchase mm-hmm. uh, according to C CBN, uh, CNBC right I need to say that correctly yeah uh, it says Microsoft sets record for biggest tech deal ever topping Dell slash EMC merger Oof. at sixty nine billion right so that's the biggest tech merger right. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then let's just see what they uh let's see. I think we looked it up I looked it up earlier. AT&T bought Warner for 40 billion. Yes. But yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so so uh okay, so no, no, no. So that that uh acquisition for that was 85 billion, okay? For Time Warner. Time Warner, right? Okay. 85. Okay. Um, let me just make sure. Uh, in June 2018, AT and T bought Time Warner for 79 billion in cash, according to his annual shareholders, and also assumed responsibility for 23 billion of debt. Okay. Um, I don't know why I said 85, but I. Oh, they're trying to offload 85 billion in, in money, but. Okay, and then let's just say how much did, 
how much did um Disney buy Fox for? Seventeen or something. Okay, Disney's largest acquisition and one of the largest mergers in tech in, in the technology, media, and telecom se- sector ever was finalized on March 2019 when it's 71.3 billion. Oh. You're telling me Damn. that a game studio, and now granted, we have to factor in inflation and where things are at now too. Sure. You know, sure. Uh, and also you got to factor in that. Um, um, Activision was having issues with sexual assault and all this other stuff, so it dropped its valuation. It could have been higher because uh, because last year's um, inflation was six point, I think it was like six point two percent or something like that. Yeesh. Something ridiculous. Yeesh. You're looking at a video game company, right? Which yeah. people made fun of us growing up playing video games, right? Is Purchase was for sixty nine giggity billion dollars. I had to say that sixty nine giggity giggity. You know that is crazy. I know I jumped over prices, but they 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 I think they they rounded it up to sixty nine because it was like sixty eight point eight or something like that. Yeah, that's good. It's good. Um, nice perverted number. Giggity, right? For a company that's known for sexual uh, assaults and like that. It's almost now, like they're making fun of us. Come on, man. That's a headline in a fucking, you know, one of those fake news articles. $69 billion by Microsoft Activision, who is in currently a lawsuit. Yeah. Lawsuit pending. Like, what? <laughs> That's like, you know, the guy who got caught with, you know, like uh, naked pictures of himself, fucking like, Anthony Weiner. It's like, for real? Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Right. Is this like, a comedy? Yeah, the, Are we yeah, living in yeah. a comedy for real? This is a comedy. It, this it, is a comedy. It, it would have been better if it was Richard Weiner. Ah, I mean, still, even the fact uh, that Wiener's Dick, in it. Yeah, Dick Wiener. Uh, uh, whoever's, whoever's writing this novel called Life is doing okay. The writing is hilarious. <laughs> I, I don't know how, how true this is. It says, it says that, um, report says that Warzone saw the biggest increase year, year of any other game, increased revenues by 192%, which includes both physical, modern warfare, including and digital. Over the past couple months, it's reported generated $1.9 billion. Call of Duty alone, we can bring you a billion dollars a year. So is that, that's what I'm saying, is that representative of a generation? Where in a different era, that would be TV or it would be early internet numbers where now it's... Yeah, it's interactive interactive entertainment, right? That's what I'm saying, yeah. So by having that, it seems like... the gaming idea now becomes how a version of entertainment slash, you know, being on the net. It'll just be yeah. when you click in, you'll be in, and then you'll kind of live some weird amalgamation of a virtual reality, real life type thing. At least like, in theory. Like I always said, like I always said, man, I'm not, this is not who I really am. Who I really am is on GTA 5 online. I'm a boss. I'm a boss hog. You know, say nobody messes me on that game online. I mean, but how many people? I it's alluring as fuck because people already live that. I get it. And then imagine when it's like you could now have that actual money be like, you know, Ethereum or you know whatever cryptocurrency. Like, no, you could actually convert that money now to quote unquote real dollars. But at that point, you're like, well, why would I do that when 
I'm buying all my cars and my riches in the game and I can show it all to you guys. Like, <laughs> right. You know what I'm like, saying? Why? Like, what's the point of me having a car if I'm at home all the time? Like, you know, hustling. <laughs> See, and I don't know what the implications are, but I don't think it's a one all, you know, one all be all. The way I think it plays out maybe is if, let's just say, for instance, right, Microsoft, uh, you know, all these big media outlets, any, any companies who are working on an idea of a metaverse right now, right? Uh, and we could we could mm-hmm. safely say there's more than one company, clearly. So when yeah. we're you know looking at the possibilities of something to this idea, I mean we already do it low form already, right? You wake up, you kind of on the phone, and then you know you'll get on the computer at some point. So it's, it's somewhat clicked in. It's just you know we're not realizing we're still under the impression we're still you know out there, you know being outdoorsy. But for a lot of people, it's the quite the opposite, you know. So I'm thinking in my head, I'm like maybe as this continues forward this will just be i mean will everybody be walking around looking like halo characters i mean we're already we're already uh what, what andre thousand said we're already synthesizers right like synthesizer microwave me so i can have some babies right my nose ain't big my butt ain't tight like he said this in 1998 Right, fantasizer talking about we're not even real anymore. Right, man. Like, like think about this. And people do whatever they want, right? Like, cool. But think about like how how much plastic surgery blew up. Like, who you are on whatever your image is on social media is like is is like currency. There was a show, I think it was Black something, but there's a show that's talking about how your how your real currency base is based off of. Off of your uh your likes and your social media currency, so yeah, like a, how like popular social and, score and shit. Yeah, you have a social score, and so that's how you can get your your money, and that's how you get more money, right? So, and that's kind of true now. Like you, you can almost equate, right? You can almost equate to whatever your if you have a business, you can almost equate your followers to amount of money you get. Makes sense. You yeah. know, so just say just say uh every every follower equates to dollar. And say you get like you get a, a a, and that's just averaging out because you're gonna look at it like say, you're gonna look at it. You have ten thousand followers. You may have eight or nine percent that are hardcore followers and will buy whatever you put out there monthly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So say so you say every follower you have equates to a dollar. So if you have like twenty thousand followers and you are doing a business online, you can almost equate that to having making twenty thousand dollars a year. Yeah. I mean month a month. You know what I'm saying? Not a year. Sorry, a month. Because you True. get, you get the, the, and obviously the power of numbers, but you get like a certain amount of people. So you have, uh, you know, just say it's like a, a 90% people who follow you, but don't buy stuff from you. So you have 10% of those people or whatever it is, eight, 10% that are constantly going to buy stuff. There's going to be, and even in those, those are going to be some who are going to be big spenders. And then you're going to have some who are going to be like, oh, I'll buy every four months, you know, like something because I want to support this person strange world we're living in this is a new plat this is a new way of doing things i mean and i think this shit is really like here to stay and will continue on and and continue to you know kind of evolve into i don't know really but it seems like we are going to be living in a virtual reality world i i think i think in uh so well i have a few thoughts yeah a few thoughts i have is as long as you rely on someone else giving you something Right, like if so, like if you have to rely on Manscaped to get your your sponsor and you get a percentage of someone buying from it, yeah, 
then you're always at the whim of someone else. You have to actually physically make some type of content, some type of product and have people pay for that. You know, you get what I'm saying? Like when you like, that's why it was a big deal for a lot of artists. It's like, I want to own my masters because oh, yeah. when you own something you create, then you're not at the whim of something else. So I only say that because like, there's a lot of people who are social media, um, whatever, right? And until you start making your own t-shirts and own product that you can put out there to your followers, for the most part, you're still at the whim of whatever is sponsoring you, you know? And the moment you're not hot, then you're not, you know? You, you, say, you say something like, oh, hey, um, Kevin Hart, yeah, my, my, my kid playing with dolls, I'll kick it and smash the, the thing. And then people get mad. It was anti uh, or uh, homophobic or whatever and, and gay. And then he, you know, I'm just saying he's he's big enough to where he had enough money he can handle it. He already had, had enough things. But to see your social, your social influencer and you say something like that, you can lose a lot of your followers. You can lose your, your, your sponsors. You know what I'm saying? True. So is that some weird censorship going on? Um. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I'm I'm not too sure how I feel about complete free speech, but at the same time, there's certain things where it's like I don't care what someone says in their own home. You know, I always always I still stick to 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 this day, regardless of what anybody says. I I felt like when when um the Clippers owner got hemmed up for what he said in his own home, I thought that was like not fair. He was on his own home. We're, we're 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 treading a thin line right there. I you know I don't I don't I don't necessarily believe you can you should say you should be able to say everything out in the public personally because some of that can incite a riot, can whatever. And I get things are just words, but you know, uh, the Bible are a set of words, and it influences a lot of people and it causes can cause a lot of hate. You know, um, so but whatever you say in your damn house. It should be controlled by you, you know? That was very controversial in retrospect. I mean, it was kind of overlooked in various ways. I mean, it was a big deal for the NBA, I think, storyline-wise. Um, but the the talking point, I think, was the idea that, yeah, like anything you say in the private of your own home can be used against you in the court of law. <laughs> like, it's like, yeah. damn, that's crazy. So that's the precedence now, now that that is out there in the open, at least, you know, I don't know if that only applies to states or whatever, but that is, we saw it in our in our own eyes, like, hey, you for something you can say in private that could be used against you, like, what? And then yeah, I mean, as long as it's not inciting of... violence, like, like, like if somebody's like saying, now it's in your own house, and you have to figure out how what the context of it. But if you're setting, saying that you're gonna set up and kill someone and put a whole plot, then I can see that being used against you, right? True. Attempted murder or whatever, planning. But if you're if you're saying something that's not out to damage and hurt someone physically, then it doesn't matter, you know, um, for the most part. And, and I say that because only in in public sometimes things can be said into where incites riots and and actual come to blows, right? Not by you, but by the other person who may not who might be more sensitive, you know. Um, I think we have to be aware of that, but it. it it does suck because this seems like sometimes you can say something and you're not even coming from a place of hate or whatever. You can say whatever it is and then people will be like, they'll take the wrong way and then want to want to censor you, you know? Like, give it context. What, is, what, do you, what do you mean by that, you know? Yeah. 
I mean, that's what is interesting. I mean, think about it. Okay, let's just say we go to an idea like that, right? Who decides? You know what I'm saying? Who who deems what is what then at that point? And I think that's what makes it difficult because having somebody be the judge of, you know, what decides what, especially with certain things. I mean, the same for everything, but, you know, for certain things, that's a very difficult, you know, scenario where are we going to get into the idea of, you know, having words be these things where you can, you know, say it and that can actually put you in jail. You know what I'm saying? Like, are we getting to yeah, that Yeah, like, ooh, well, I mean, it is, right? Like, if you harass a girl, well, say, oh, yet. man, your, your oh, ass yeah, is fat. Yeah. Oh, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. Mm, you can't even be good. Slope. Right? Like, um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, like... And that wasn't a sexual harassment joke. That was uh, the terminology, slippery slope. It wasn't a wet booty yeah. or anything. <laughs> no, because that's what I thought initially was wet booty. You know, I okay, thought that too. Like, that is yeah, also yeah, yeah. clever. Yeah, when I said it right now, so, yeah, uh, slip and slide, you know? Yes. Uh, you don't know Nan? Uh, <laughs> yes, you don't but, know Nan. Very, very classic reference very, there. Shots out. Trick Daddy. Trick Daddy. Trick Daddy. Like, that's just one of the dopest rap names in general. Hey, trick like, Daddy trick is Daddy. a legend. That's but I don't, I don't know. I mean, like you have to give context on a lot of things you're saying and what, where it comes from. And that's hard because you can never really understand someone's um, intent, you know, not in like unless they say it, like, or not in 150 characters. And that's how we communicate. Yeah, exactly. It's, like, it's only yeah, in those, exactly, right? it's only in those measures. And not even full words anymore. We're going to be talking to hieroglyphics, LOL, emoji, poop face. You know what? Uh, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, what's going on here? Are we? I mean, it's funny, but it seems like it's getting there faster than we think. Yeah, like I can only imagine being the older generation. Like if 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 I am 80 to 90 to 100 years old right now, seeing everything, I'm like, I'm like tripping out. Well, it, it like it is a trip because like uh, I kind of this might sound weird saying this, but it's like we're having very smart people make everyone else dumb. You know, say like by adding these emojis, by adding these like uh, not full words, like LOL. We don't even say laugh out loud. We don't have the time to spell laugh out loud. We didn't even, we've done LOL so long that some people don't even know how to spell laugh anymore. You know what I'm saying? You, you may, you, we've become so reliant on some technology that autocorrect spells for us, and now we don't even know how to spell Rumpelstiltskin. Um, I'm just, you know, I'm just, I mean, we don't uh, know how to go anywhere. Like, we don't know maps. No, like, we don't, not at all. We don't have no navigation. All. So, I mean, not what, are we devolving? Are we, you know what I'm saying? Are we going back to caveman for real? Because if there's a point where we don't know our way and we don't know how to speak and we don't know how to farm and till the land, there's a lot of these essentials here that uh, used to help us, quote unquote, survive. And now these are slowly getting taken away. Is that what's happening here? I mean, yeah, yeah. In most places, is technology was meant to help, but then what happens is a lot of people, for the most part, most people turn it into a crutch. You know, it can, it can with technology. Like you're seeing some of these kids in basketball with youth, it can, it can get better. But with some people, right, the the uninformed, the lazy, it makes them even worse, right? I think of Wally. You watch Wally? I have not. I don't think is that with uh, Hugh Jackman. No, so Wally, Wally, incorrect, no, Wally, <laughs> incorrect. No, Wally is the Disney, the uh, epic, or not epic. It was the Disney Pixar movie, right? It was yeah. a little robot. It was a, it was like Wally, right? And it was a, it was a machine that was supposed to stay around and clean up Earth. Like Earth went into the, like this bad thing, and like life started dying, yeah. and it just cleaning up all the trash and compacting it, whatever, throughout yeah. Earth, right? 
And what happened was the humans left uh, left Earth, right? Okay. And they were on this ship to try to live as long as possible, but it went a little bit longer, right? And what happened was, I'm just trying to make it quick. They started to live in this uh, place where everything was taken care of them, where they would just have their screens in front of them on these floating things. And after a while, right, these people, right, these people over time evolved to be really fat and overweight and and frail bones because over time as as they procreated or whatever because they weren't using their body the certain body parts their bones and everything were hard they had a hard time walking and all the other mm-hmm. stuff right so what I, what I guess where i was going was like they were relying so much on on technology that they couldn't remember how to do basic functions and this I mean, came out years ago. See, that's what I'm saying. They've been, I mean, not they, I would say, but it's well, interesting usually, how something like that exists. And then it's interesting. And it's all perspective, clearly, because, you know, this is just one perspective. It's an interesting one. I always like to look at life as entertainment. And this, one of those things being one of them, it's funny because you're like, you point that out. And it's interesting if, if you look at it that way. Like, clearly, yes. Like, that's why when you talk about, you know, learning how to cook, exciting. Yeah, learning how to cook is a superhero skill, folks. If you know how to make something out of nothing, that is quite the 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 skill set to have. And it's strange yeah, how like that li- has become lost. Like like literally yesterday was someone was telling me like uh I was talking about learning how to cook and everything, and they're like, Oh man, but like I don't even the time and whatever just takes so much time. And I said, and this is what I told her, I was like, yeah, it can take time, but I found I found it to be for me at this point in time in my life. I found it to be euphoric. Yes. Being able to slow down yeah. and and put things together from scratch that you want. And even so, some of the stuff I'm still not, oh, I don't make the cheese from scratch. I didn't, have, you know, but yeah, yeah. Does, yeah, doesn't mean I can't. It just takes a little bit longer to do all that stuff, right? Mm-hmm. But what I'm doing too is like, even, even to the point where I'm like, hmm, I want to make my own seasoned salt. Yeah. You know, I want to make my own seasoned, you know? A little onion, a little uh, a little onion powder, a little garlic, and I'm even getting to the point where it's like if if I get a bigger house or whatever, or uh, figure out how to get better at my my um, Tetris skills and get everything in a nice place, I even might even get like a, a, a what is it? A, is it a dehydrator? So you can make your own garlic powder true. from dried out garlic, you know? It's true. And then chop true. it up in a blender and then make your own powder, right? True. Like I know, I know that's a lot of time consuming. But if it's like, if it's like, okay, well, what what am I gonna do? Okay, I can go out downtown, yeah. spend a bunch of time with people I don't care about, trying to please <laughs> people who don't even matter. <laughs> you know, trying to look True. cool for everyone else. You know, or True. I can I can do the things I enjoy and focus yeah. on like, hey, I'm not leaving this house. I'm saving money by doing this. I'm I'm learning something new. I'm I'm focused into what I'm doing. Yeah, you know, cutting out the distractions. Adding you know, to your it may like, it, huh? Adding Add, to, your to my, you know, like because there's a there's a euphoria of learning how to slow down and focus on the moment. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. At least that's where I'm getting to the point in life, yeah, where yeah. it's just like, you know, like I know in that hustle mentality what people have right of always wanting to go trying to make this money all this other stuff cool i mean i mean cool whatever you define whatever how much you need uh what i've learned for most people who go keep doing that is never enough 
you know you yeah. get into a position where you, you you're like damn i can't go back down so you always got to push more <laughs> after a while it's never enough so you do that because i've learned that about me like it's too stressful right mm. but there's something beautiful of slowing down and be like you know what like get to things that need to be done but get to it when when you can and it feels comfortable and you can do it like all the stress of rushing and doing stuff that we became accustomed to i, I, I just think it, it also adds to health issues you know it's a mind fuck for sure i mean it, it does put your, your you know your, your your mental status in a situation where you wake up feeling pressed for time or feeling you know rushed so i mean to try to you know reverse that thinking i think is is quite a task because i mean there is a, a narrative out there or a, a way of looking at things that i think that a lot of people share you know it's kind of like that that gary v kind of energy you know what i'm saying that you know uh hustle or die type shit you know what i'm saying like it's kind of been peddled throughout you know certain yeah. avenues of culture so at what point is how much you know or how much is how much and <laughs> You know what I'm saying? It's Sorry, crazy. You, obviously, obviously, I'm smiling and feeling good because it's uh, confirmation bias, and you're agreeing with what I believe in. So I'm, I'm smiling. You know. And I'm oh no, I, I agree with you. I, I, I really do. This is, I'm, I feel you the same way. I'm like, it wasn't something I really understood early on. Like, clearly, it's just kind of a, it's a experiment. You know, as you go through these things in life. But at the end of the day, it's kind of like. You know, it, it is really about the day-to-day thing and, you know, trying to look intro. And once you're out of that kind of version of life, which is only in your 20s, you know what I'm saying? Or your, your late teens, I feel like 20s. some people our age still do that, but it depends on on where, like, I'm, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, but. Oh, no, you're good. It, really depends, yeah. it depends on where they're at in life, right? If you, if you're, you can kind of tell that the people that need to be that way are the ones that, um, for the most part, right? are very materialistic and have to look and act a certain way. So those people are always going to have the Gary V making money mentality. You know what I'm saying? It's like everybody's become just a character of themselves or, you know what I'm saying? Or just put yeah, like a yeah. version of this. I mean, which is, it's kind of, it reminds you of the, you know, slam book we used to always pass around back in the days. You know what I'm saying? The, those weird books that people, you would just make the funniest oh, you know thing or the most serious thing. You know what I'm saying? And it makes sense because, you know, we've talked about it before. This, you know, can also be theorized. This, this is just one big play and and what character do you play on a day-to-day basis and that's the yeah you know the mask you put on or that's the you know whatever and trying to combat that happy and sad and that dynamic goes to the yin and yang dynamic it is this weird uncomfortableness of being human you know how much is too much how much is not enough you know so i want to ask you that like do you like i i get the purpose of a gary i get the purpose of a secret yeah, yeah. Um, do you do you ever feel like sometimes when you see that stuff, it, it's just like too much, and it's just like, I mean, like, do you how do you feel about that stuff? Do you feel like it's too much at times, or? I think it's necessary. I think be only because to need we need that to identify the opposite, and then wherever mm-hmm. people fall in between that, and I think the positions you know are vast. And I think it's shown in today's world because there's a lot of different you know viewpoints, theories, perspectives. And then according to how you feel about that, you know, you take in for whatever it is. It's like the most intriguing time to get different perspectives on things. 
Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I, I, that's, I think they're both necessary. I don't know if I agree with all of them, but I like the idea that there's a lot of different ways to look at it now. And I think hearing yeah. it is definitely huge. Just even if you were kind of thinking it or somebody summarized it, you know, uh, verbally, anything to kind of help you itch along to something that you already kind of felt, I think is very helpful. Uh, and then just trying to bounce off of that notion, but also at the same time, not fully committing to where it's, oh no, this is, hundred percent. And then doing that deal. I'm, I'm very, uh, like I said, always in the 80, 20 camp. So I try to yeah, okay. step All into right. everything, but still have my reservations and only take parts of it, but still be honest with myself. You know what I'm saying? Not too, not too egotistical in the sense of like, Oh, you know, this is, this is fucking who I am now. You know what I'm saying? Ah, I do this. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't, I'm fucking still a lazy motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? I'll still play some fucking video games. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'll still fucking just spaz out and not do shit. You know, this is what it is sometimes. I don't, at the end of the day, as long as you're comfortable with yourself with it. Yeah. You know yeah, fuck so, yeah. So, 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 like, some of it, like, for me, when I listen to it, and especially it's like, now this is coming from this uh, source of bitterness, but it's like, I, at times I watch it, I'm just like, I just roll my eyes. It's it's like it it just seems regurgitated at all times. You know what I'm saying? And sometimes I'm just like, like I get the reasoning for it, right? Mm. But sometimes when I when I watch, like especially having access to social media and how a lot of these things are just regurgitated statements from the same type of people for the most part, I just roll my eyes because it's like most of the time it's just it's it to me is lip service, and and then at the same time it's not for everyone, you know? It doesn't work for everyone the same way. You know, like not everyone can handle the Michael Jordan mentality of working out. Not everybody can handle all that stuff. And so sometimes when I see it and because it is, most of the time people tend to be like 100% and I understand why they have to have it 100% for them. It just, it it gets to a point for, actually, back up. I understand why it's 100% for the writer but when some people buy into that and they do all that stuff and then you watch them over the years and they don't really do anything and they're stuck in the same position, it, it makes me roll my eyes and, and I tend to see the same people doing that all the time. And so that's why I'm just like, I, I start to be like, whatever, it's a little too much. That's cool, Gary Vee. I'm glad you do that. That ain't for me. And the moment you don't believe in their thing, right, then people clown you for not following the path, you know? that path very similar if you want to get vaccine or not you know if you d- decide not to yeah. people want to sit there and say you're a trash person you know yeah that's what's strange it's like we're kind of making these uh uh declarations prematurely you know without context mm-hmm. going back to your other conversation like i said at 140 characters 30 seconds that's all you got if you can't do anything for me i deem you this bye bye ta-ta you are that person i don't fuck with you at least that's how it feels media's kind of spinning it to me. In reality, I really feel like people are just kind of, I think people are up in the air. And I think as things progress on, um, I think people will start, you know, talking to each other and, you know, about different things. I don't know what's actually happening out there in the world. And I think we are in a different state of uh, mind, but I think as things progress, I think this is just, it's necessary. I think the things you're pointing out, I think everybody's kind of looking at that and pointing it out the same way, not necessarily for the, the content, but it's more for the, damn, they're really trying to divide this shit and really trying to pin it into such a way where we are looking at each other as like some weird adversary, you know what I'm saying? Without knowing the other person, 
there's all these preconceived notions floating in on either side of the political sphere being thwarted through and it just sucks because you know people are making prejudgments and then acting you know upon them whether it be through you know dialogue or you know physical interaction or, or even just general perception it, it's it's interesting um nothing yeah. new but it's just this is the this is the new season of this thing called world and this is what's going on you know um but i think I we also ultimately you know get off of that and i think you know things progress forward like they always will so we're, well i mean i think we're always progress forward with things right and and then there'll be a new uh hot topic you know it would be a new uh uh thought process of how to live your life you know yeah because like, I, I think I think a lot of reasons why I'm I'm bitter with the Gary V motivational things all the time. And don't get me wrong, I know you need motivation. You know, Rocky was a motivational thing. There's always going to be motivational stuff. It's just that, like I said, the people I've seen that have done this and do this, like, um, and this is coming from straight bitterness, and and I guess I'm just just uh, being vulnerable right now. It's like I see people talk about loyalty, right? I see people talk about uh the the people on your team that are there for you you know who who the people care for you and i've done that right i've done it to these people right and they do it because right now what they're trying to do is get some self-satisfaction of what they believe and try to validate things that they want right through these posts and they agree with it yeah but they don't realize that someone was there for them like that and they disregarded them and treated them like shit. Now, granted, I say this because I'm hurt in the bitterness because of what I wanted out of the situation, right? Sure. And that they didn't want the same thing. But I laugh at it because it's like, you're saying all these things, but you won't even accept it. You only want to accept it from the 100% person that you want it from. And that's it. Your parents can be there for you. You won't like it. You know, a certain person, your, your your cousin can be there for you. Like you might devalue it, but the one person that you you value in a certain way, if they do it, then it's always the right thing. You know, and that's why I feel certain bitterness to these things because it's like, you know, oh, think positive thoughts, things will happen. Like I think you have to stay like with me and my my transplant or 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 open heart surgery for me, I had to let go of things I can control and then just be like, well, stay the course, you know, stay the course. I wasn't always happy, but if you can't sometimes stay the course, things will happen for you. You know, so a lot of the, a lot of the stuff I see people post, I'm just like, I, I guess my own bitterness is like, all right, don't talk about it, be about it, you know? If you really Social want those people or care, if you really care or whatever and say, oh, life is short, reach out to people, you know, you know this. What's 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 worse, being ignorant or knowing what you're supposed to do and choosing not to do it. People are strange. I'll tell you that. They, we, are. we are the weirdest things going on. I don't really know how, you know interactions supposed to be you know like we talked about off here i was like what is it to be friends what is it to be you know like the general definition versus how we know it you know it's more of a 
something you don't really speak on you know what i'm saying it's more of a sacred but understood thing you know it's never really stated it's just something that kind of forms into something the relationships if you really look at it it's almost like all of them you know play a part in you know their journey to whoever you are it somehow has to factor in it's that kind of uh pseudo matrix idea you know what i'm saying where these things are programmed in and part of our reflection of ourselves or something like that you ever heard of that no, I, I I get some of that, and some of it's like because we see, and somebody else is telling us what it's supposed to be, and we just accept it, right? Uh, it's like uh, the four agreements, right? Where we come into the world, and we don't even accept it. We don't even create our own name. We just uh, gotta accept it. There's things uh, we come into the world that we just have to accept, right? Um, but I don't know. I mean, like, it's I start to think about what are what were the things that created a friendship? Well, most of the time, uh, when I look at it now, it's like when you're around the person does it create joy are you guys having fun right do you enjoy each other's time right whatever it may be some of it is based off of most of your friendships are based off of uh, some common ground right and that's what initiates it maybe basketball dancing cooking comedy being filipino you know i don't know like or being black right you see something oh let's see see if you guys have similar stuff yeah. And then and then and then other parts are too. It's like after you create that friendship, right? Then you have subsections of friendships. It's like you can see who's gonna be there for you and you can see who's just there for fun times, you know? Because some friends too, right, hold you accountable. And that's a certain level. Sometimes like accountable person, you ain't gonna go out and kick it and go act ridiculous with them, like go out drinking with them. You know, because they're going to hold you accountable and that may not be fun at that moment. Mm-hmm. That accountable person, you, you can rely on be like, hey, man, I need to get this shit together. Can you help me? And they'll be there, you know. Mm-hmm. So there, there's different levels of it, you know, and then and then you just know who's going to be there, who's going to be there for good, bad, and different, you know. It is a unique proposition amongst humans, however that works out, I think in the male world which is the only world i understand and try to speak on for the most part like these things are like kind of implied you know to certain degrees it's like there's never really like a true written document or a pact it's just kind of something that's innate but as you know you you know walk through life and go through these experiments and or not experiments but these experiences mm-hmm. it's like you know certain things you know you learn along the way and it's kind of it's strange. It's like you said, uh, the like we didn't pick our name, you know, we didn't pick this skin for our, you know, avatar in the game. And then you kind of pick click our it. height, nothing. That's what I'm saying. So you just get like, you know, like the early or some video games still. You're like, here's the characters you could pick. You're like, what? So this is the only one. All right, cool. And you don't even get to pick it. You just start and then you're in and you're already like, I don't know when you gain consciousness, but like eight. Seven, six. I don't remember shit like that. Young. Yeah, feel, when he said eight, I was like, "That's second grade by then, dude." But I mean, I, what I do you wanna, remember from first or second grade? Do you wanna, have wanna, vivid I, memories about I, that? I remember my first and second grade. I mean, uh, yeah, not I got too much like, head trauma then. I must have hit my head too do. many times. I, I, like, I, I remember <laughs> kindergarten, right? Not what? Not a lot. I think I don't. I I don't think I remember some kind of wizard school slash kindergartner. Right? Okay, so I that's okay. Okay, just okay. Five, that, six. Yeah, okay. so that's that's the about four. I think I, I think about four is when you gain consciousness. Okay, boom, four years. For some, so yeah, for some, four years. You just blacked out. Four years, you're blacked. You're out. just blacked out, man. It's it's like you got drunk 
and all of a sudden come on man you're you're, <laughs> you're, you're at home on the couch see and then from there you got to build your avatar but you ain't making the choices until like not at fucking all. 14 all years that, later <laughs> all that all that all that was was like all that was set up to protect the cub to a certain point and then all of a sudden you remember you start to like i mean you, ways. you you probably have obviously you have consciousness but you can't remember it you know what i'm saying but you don't like you don't fully remember until i would say some maybe three and a half four but i would say four four to about five is when i think kids start to remember and have like the lights are on that is crazy that's, that's what so i'm crazy. saying we are playing a video game and we are the character yeah, and it's like, like we this. only get into the skin at like age like 14 12 like 10 maybe yeah but yeah but then at the same time i mean even though you people live but they don't create their consciousness and success until like 50 years old or something like it just it just snapped all of a sudden boom i'm i'm cooking the bombest food ever you know what i'm saying but see that how you gotta wait that long for your character to develop like god damn it <laughs> i mean we're always developing right or we're devolving you know see, depending on how you play the, the game the depending on how the game was coded for you right oh that's a good point dude maybe five seven <laughs> like a lot of this is sometimes weirdly enough predetermined right like there's like I, i've came up with the idea right like i mean actually some of the genesis agree with me i said i said that so you have a, you have your genetic code that you have right okay. in your body okay there's predetermined stuff and there's things that you can do to either create the code to last longer or go shorter right but I think that there's a predetermined code that says, boom, uh, if everything goes as normal, this person is going to live to be 72 years old, 74, or whatever, right? I'm just saying, right? Okay. Now, things could happen differently, right? So it's like, because say you're born, you're born in the Bay Area. Your body has been in the Bay Area for four or five years, six years, or whatever, eight. Your body was designed to survive to say hypothetically i'm just hypothetically to survive in the bay area okay okay your body was like okay learn it knows the code of the barrier right and so just to your your internal programming does that and then now you move to a place where it's it's the desert right well the body the code of your body was like hey i was designed well the predetermined thing was you're not your respiratory system doesn't do well with desert right now your body was adjusted to barrier stuff now your body has to adjust to this but you know what this this desert sand getting in your respiratory system isn't healthy for you uh because your body's already coded to not really withstand that on top of it adjusting to the barrier now this is going to shave five years off your life mm. on something you didn't know right okay so that's already just living there for 20 years is going to shave the time off your life and then all of a sudden okay Oh, oh snap! There's nothing to do, so you're bored. Now you got into drugs, right? Because <laughs> that's uh, like most people in the desert does. That mm. is, that affects your your code of your life, right? Mm. The stress of now trying to go back to being sober, the stress mm. of not having proper um, nutrients and food in the desert because your body wasn't adjusted to it. Mm. You know, so I where I came up with this, I think there's a couple of things in your life, and and some genesis says this is like I think where you live how you deal with stress, what you eat, all are factors, and obviously age, are all are factors of, of things that may set off a genetic code that will count down the timer faster 
or will create cancer faster or will create heart issues faster. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, I believe even the way the place you live affects your health. Not only, not only city, not only city, but the house you live in. Yeah. You know, I could see that. It, it seems I'm getting to understand also that point of, I think everything's all connected one way or the other. So mm-hmm. there isn't really one way to answer these, you know, problems that have arose so far in this, you know, game of life. Uh, I mean, yeah. think, think about this, right? Like, mm-hmm. so there was a, there was a, I, I hate to bring up your brother in this, right? I remember when I was young, there was a theory that if you live by power lines, people tend to have higher health issues, you know? Mm. There was a theory, right? And I remember you guys lived in an area, and I always remember how high the power lines were. Tell us. It's like you, you guys were living in the direction of power lines, and I think that's mm-hmm. probably why they built homes there or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. And I just remember seeing that, okay? There used to be, a, this is just, this is lifestyles, but there used, when I got in the Navy, there used to be a statement that uh, there was a P something prowler, right? And a lot of these radio, highly radio uh, radio wave planes right the joke was people and men that would be attached to these uh aircraft that were made for radio radio frequencies or radar they tend to have more girls Mm. and one of their theories is that the radar the frequencies kill off male sperm Mm. interesting and i if I am correct, your brother was an OS, which is a operating specialist. He was higher on the ship that usually meant that there was more radars around him, mm. right? And there's thoughts because of radar, radi- mm. radiation, these waves, right? Mm. People tend to create cancer, have daughters, mm. you know? And so these are things that you're in the environment for a very long time that yeah. you don't realize that are affecting you, you know? Because I remember there was a there was a there was a place when you get on the on a ship, right? And there's a red tape by this radar. And you have to turn they would have to turn it off before they can get on there because they said if you go past there and it's on, then it's almost like a nuclear radiation coming from it. But not not nuclear, but it was like a radar that, that really affects certain things, you know? It's not visible so though. Like, it's not visible, but you have it to stay. Like well, it's, not, it's, it's not visible, visible, but they, they knew the, the length of how, like, like the frequency is like, okay, it goes, yeah. if you go around here, it's not safe to walk. So past. it's like an energy wave. Yeah, when, when, it, when it was on, right? Yeah. So non visual. It's almost like yeah. a, just a frequency, but they, but they, like a true frequency. But they put like a red, a red tape because they, you, can, you can still, you can't see it, but you can still gauge it based mm. off of things like that. That is strange. What I'm getting at is like these environments, mm-hmm. like I mean, I probably shouldn't say this on wax, but these environments, like your brother, probably is a disabled vet because if they were to look into his record, they mm-hmm. probably could see things that correlated to where he was and things that could have happened to him in the military. You know, I've heard of something like that. I think a lot of cats in the military, uh, to varying degrees, like the the muddy boot you know, toe, moldy toe situation, kind of those things. Yeah, I heard that's like a, a possible thing too. And then obviously the Agent Orange shit from back in the days during yeah. you know, those war times. So, I mean, but 
you know, to varying degrees, the military is, you know, what in theory, it's a, something you sign up for, and then it's, it, it's an agreement to, you know, serve and, in, in return, you know, kind of have, you know, certain, you know, allotted benefits for time of service and what, whatever is done in the, you know, military is, you know, whatever's on the contract, whatever that may indicate. So it's just fascinating how, you know, these things you hear from time to time coming out of, you know, things in the military. It, it's, it's fascinating because we forget that military is a functioning arm of the, you know, government body. So so, so, so it says, uh, does radar affect fertility, right? It's his conclusion. Radar radiation damages sperm quality as shown in reduction of sperm uh, mortality and uh, evaluation of sperm abnormality seeds from the exposure may affect an ease, easy recovery in sperm morphology. I have to look that up, but uh, can, for women getting radiation therapy to about the amount of radiation absorbed by the ovaries will determine if she becomes infertile. High doses can destroy some or all eggs. These are... What is radiation, though, really? Like, what is it? If it's non-visible <sighs> and it's it's sound, you know what I'm saying? It's frequency, like, right? So how is that... How does that even... under? How does that work? How does that computate? Well, because can, can you know how people think of, like, uh, you know how that, that... It is a frequency, you know, but you know how people say, oh this person radiates so you can feel their yeah. stuff so um you know i never really look exactly see it radiation is energy that comes from a source and travels through space at the speed of life this energy has like electronic field who came so up guess, with it? who guess, came up with it so, who found it <laughs> well that 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 was that was uh oh i forgot there was someone who found it though i i, I can't remember because there was a there was, was a name? Story Superman. Found. No, no, I remember. I remember it was in a science thing years ago when I was a kid that somebody had found out about radiation, and then later they died of like cancer because what happens? It was like, oh, this is happening, and, and they figured it out. And people too much exposure caused that person to die young. But um, okay, wait, is this the same thing as the same thing that nuclear like bombs and radiation are made out of? Like you know the things that are waiting in like those waters, you know, like. Uh, the nuclear is that the same thing? No, no, no. So, I, so I, I knew ah, Mary Curie. Curie Whoa, that sounds reported scary. there. This, yeah, Mary Curie or Mary Carrie, I think it was probably uh, reported their their discovery and coined the term radioactivity in 1898. <laughs> By the early 1990s, the study of radiation was widely accepted scientific endeavor. It's really weird, by the way. I just want to say this. It's really weird when I pull out my ass sometimes of like weird knowledge. I'm like, I like I remember this and all of a sudden I'm like, oh shit. I'm, how did I even remember this shit? But so I, I'll just say, I'm saying that because like there has been talks and I, I mean, I, I can talk this off air, but I'll, I'll you know, when it comes I can edit it. It's all good. I can edit this part. I interpret. Yeah. So, so I, uh, I remember when I heard about your brother getting cancer and I remember hearing about, and then he had, and I was in the Navy and the jokes about men being around radiation would have women, girls. Right. And then when your brother got cancer at such a young age, I was like, this is weird. Mm -hmm. I just remember thinking, I think it was like 34, 35 when he got it. Right. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, this is, this doesn't seem right. And all I can ever think about was him being, High up there as an OS by radiation, sure. by radio frequency, and I just thought it was like, this got to be related to the military. But 
There's also that version of my brother after the military. He ballooned up again. He got a little. He got pretty big again. That, that's that's. I mean, I get that. I'm not sitting there saying that. Like, like I said, I'm not sitting there saying that that wasn't a part. What I'm saying is what I said earlier mm-hmm. that there's these things that you put yourself into, right? Mm-hmm. Like, there were times when I was in the military. I'm drinking water and I can taste the remnant of the JP5 fuel. Oof that went into the water that they siphoned back up then they go through this uh this uh i can't forget i can't think of the process right now where they evaporate it and then create the water in the droplets turn into fresh water yeah you know so you can potable water so you can drink it yeah right and you're drinking and it's like i can taste the remnants of this 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 jp5 and i don't even know if that was it that was probably just getting water straight out of there and try to filter it and it was still having jp5 in there you know what? That's uh, the name of our new energy drink, people, and it does have real fuel in it. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> JP5, right? Yeah, right. Come on, real, real fuel, fuel right? bro. Come on, real, dog. Real fuel, real fuel. Right? Evaporated. That's such a hot word right now. It's like you're not even drinking water. It's evaporated, and there's fuel right. in it. Fuck all that bullshit. No sugar, all fuel. <laughs> all fuel, right? Um, I agree, though. Like, I, I get what you're saying, though. I mean, I, environment like, definitely factors in. I, I, I'm with you on that. And then, and then you know, you blew, blew up because you're not being active as much. You're, you're like yeah. some people lose focus when they get out the military because the military is very regimented and have a very focused thing. But I, I just remember thinking that, like, there, we should look into look into that because I think that him being what around for a very long time. But what part are we looking the, into? The radiation part, the cancer. You know, see, I have a question of what is radiation period? Like, what is that radar that everybody uses? Because I don't I mean, I get it. Maybe you have to be in a special field. But in all honesty, if that's something that could just affect the everyday person like that in that regard, I think that should definitely be something that is discussed, whether it's the idea of how that energy works and okay, you know, so- shit like that. Because I'm like, yo, maybe that's some powerful shit that we could be using to our advantage instead of just well, using, yeah, I mean, you know what I'm no, saying? we do. We do. I mean, we use we use the sun's radiation and return that into energy. That's how solar does it, right? Through photoluminescence, uh, right? Okay. Taking the light and turning it into energy. But then you have energy, uh, so the, the definition is energy released in the form of particles or electromagnetic waves. Common source of radiation includes radon gas, cosmic rays from outer space, medical x-rays, and energy given off uh, radioscope. Shoot, this mouse just died. I got to get a new, new battery. Unstable form form of a chemical element that releases radiation as it breaks down and becomes more stable. So uh, this is a new no, 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 radio, no, radioisotope. And that's the, like, when you have a radioisotope, it's like uh, um, those... I can't say it, but the radioactive cores that they use, right? The rods. Like they create the rods that, that will with the reaction and create boil. Yeah, boil. All all from the earth too. It's just crazy. It's so like, so those are the same things. So the nuclear radiation and the radiation you're talking, like the radar stuff is the same kind of thing. I think radiation is a wave of energy being dispersed at a at a higher rate, you know. But so um, nuclear is just the what physical form or something? Or cancer.gov, let's see. Oh shit! Dude, alert! Dude. Alert! Oh, so, yeah, <laughs> alert! Alert! Right, radiation can damage cells. It it is used to diagnose and treat some types of cancer. So it's it's actually funny because they use radiation to kill other cells, which cells are which usually they give which, it to which you. are usually so the can, the radiation gives it to you and kills it. <laughs> yeah. So so like like what uh, you know for, for my for my like 
like from my understanding, like a lot of times why why like because radiation when you hit something with radiation and then it breaks down and it destroys the cells or something, right? Okay. Like, like in some theories, right? Well, I mean, kind of like you remember? Did you ever watch the X Men movies? What is it? Triple X movies? That no, the X Men movies, bro. Oh yeah, yeah, I watched the X Men. You know, in the X Men are usually called Children of the Atom, right? Yes. And Adam Splite scene and whatever, and what some of the thought process that they get these mutations from the body. It's because after a certain form, they've they've gotten radiation. And on the first X Men movie, they were trying to Magneto was trying to create his a very large magnetic wave, right? Mm. That will create a radiation that will cause people to mutate, naturally mm. mutate, so that the world would be a bunch of mutants, right? And, then, uh, and if you don't mutate, then you don't survive, right? You're not a part of the chosen race that because the, the mutants didn't affect that because they are radiation. So radiation, right, when it attacks any living organism, it jumbles up the cells in it. It pretty much destroys the cells and it creates a new form. It's, it's like cutting through the cells, rewriting it in its own way. And so what happens a lot of times when you, I mean, I'm pretty sure you know, but like like cancer, right? What it, what it is is like cancer is like a deformity of your body that starts to rapidly spread, you know? In a way, your body is now fighting against itself, mm-hmm. you know? While, while like, and it's kind of funny because, not funny, but ironic. So, radi- so um, cancer is your body mutating and fighting against itself because like it's taking over, it's unknown, your body's trying to fight it but it's spreading, you know? It's just your body mutating in a weird way, the cells are. Now, when you look at HIV, right? HIV is different. It kills the white, the thing that protects your body and now you can get sick from anything, right? It's like, one, one is like a mass, mass mutation killing itself. Another one is breaking down the protective barrier. What was the difference between HIV and AIDS again? Uh, one's just one's higher than the other. I I want to say AIDS is the full blown on. Um, let me see. Let me, let me not, you know, let me not do that on on that computer. That's not work computer. That <laughs> Marcus, <laughs> let's, uh, let's uh, have a talk. <laughs> yeah. Do you need help? Yeah, we checked Google search. <laughs> And no, you cannot be looking at Big Booty Judy. Uh, Big Booty Judy. Shouts out. Because HIV was magic, right? Yes. AIDS HIV was with AIDS. AIDS. AIDS for the most part. You're, you're, <laughs> yeah. Uh, <No>? yes. <laughs> acquired immune deficiency syndrome. And that okay. was the one from a chimpanzee, if I'm not mistaken. Is that? Still, the no, I mean, they're, they're, or was that debunked? It's, it's by... a, AIDS is a syndrome of raging symptoms that may develop in time in a person with HIV who has who does not receive treatment. But HIV is the beginning stage, and AIDS is like, yo, you're not coming back from this. Okay, so HIV, a person how does can one get HIV? Um, blood transfusion, um, sexual transmitted. Um, let's see, let's just make sure I, I, I say all this because HIV, AIDS is like, we are not doctors. Version. <laughs> wait what in the world i'm just trying to think of snap judgments like when i think aids i think gay people and i think a chimpanzee 
Don't know why. Or Africa in AIDS. Why do I associate Africa and AIDS together? Because that's why everybody lets us know how it runs rapid in, in Africa right now. Ah, okay. You know. Um, there. It was so far to the point where that concert with all the superstars of the time had a concert about it. Was that for that one? Was it for that one? For like live aid. No, no, no. It a better place. Well, was it for Remember that it? one too? No, I just, I just, I just read that for you and for me. What was that one for? Tell you, uh, I don't remember. Hmm. See, because you know. the one, the the Live Aid one, was that it's like an outdoor concert that was hella long and it had all the pop stars of that time. So, Heal the World Foundation, founded by Heal the World Foundation, was a charitable organization founded by singer Michael. Jackson, Michael 1992. Jackson. 1992 was a fire year, I guess, man. Yeah, Dream Team. Yeah, Michael Jordan. Yeah, oh, you had uh, Black and White coming on. Yeah, the Olympics, like one of the best Olympics I remember, where I got into. What was that Barcelona? Bar- Barcelona, Barcelona, Barcelona. Oh, Barcelona. Barcelona, nice. right? Okay, oh, okay. this dissolved 20 years ago. I didn't know that. What formation 30 years ago? It was dissolved in two, uh, 2002. What was foundation it? create uh the heal the world foundation oh whoa was inspired Damn. by his charitable single of the same name throughout his foundation jackson air airlifted 46 tons of supplies to sarajevo instituting drug uh institute drugs and alcohol abuse education and donation then they donated millions of dollars to disadvantaged children including the full payment of a hungarian child's liver transplant Damn. Michael Jackson, the real one. It said failure to file yearly accounting accounting system. Oh wait, failure to file yearly accounting system solved the charity lose its taxes and stats in two thousand two. A different organization with no relationship to Michael Jackson Foundation Incorporated in the state of California under the same name and applied for a new tax exemption in two thousand eight. Jackson State took legal action. Well, that's I didn't really care about all that crap. Boom. But yeah. Hmm. Okay, so that was during that war. Then that was during the wartime. That was during the the Middle East, like the Middle East uh, fighting back in the nineties. Yeah. Which, Storm, what, what, what did we look it up the other day? What did we look it up the other day? It was like that was like two months or something like that. Desert Storm. <laughs> Desert Storm was like two DJ months. Clue, 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 clue. Yeah. <laughs> Desert Storm. Hey, man, that's what I'm saying. We have some Nelson Mandela effect shit going on right now. The history, we understand it as we remember it, is maybe not what it what it really is. <laughs> we're having glimpses, and I think we're just like, was, did that really happen? Or is that, for, like, it seems like it was, but it wasn't, you know? And it's hard to reference it now because, like, the internet is. It's strange. Is it full of fact or full of folly? Yeah, an operation that lasted 43 days. Like, why did that seem like the <laughs> longest... Like I swore, uh, what well, was okay? War in Iraq, right? Was was a war in Iraq? I don't know which one it is anymore because I was like, what was you know what I think? Here? The only thing I'm thinking is Hulk Hogan versus Sergeant Slaughter and the Iron Sheik. That's oh, all I'm thinking. The Iron Sheik, some of the most like that's so funny. <laughs> oh man, I was I didn't even know what was no, going on. I just do like boom. You literally wait, wait, wait. Now, now this is now this is some uh, Mandela uh, Mandela effect, right? Okay. Was was it was Sergeant Slaughter first? Yes. A wrestler, or was he first a GI Joe character? Because uh, I remember him as a GI Joe character. Uh, no, nah, he was a wrestler for a while, actually. 
uh, way before I think the G.I. Joe. I mean, I only remember him in the 90s when he got onto the 90s cartoon when he was like buff, like Sergeant Slaughter, because Sergeant Slaughter was a, a longtime wrestler. So I have a feeling it might have been maybe a, a, a branding thing or something like that. If I'm not mistaken, I think that's how it worked out. Because Sergeant Slaughter in his own right was lightweight, like a, a Hulk Hogan, like but military, pro-military. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but that's crazy because during that during that one though, he teamed up with you know the Iron Sheik and he had done the thing. I just remember that was so patriotic. I remember because I think I want to say it was maybe Macho Man with them. So um, okay, so so they did they did write her. So Sergeant Slaughter is a fictional character from G.I. Joe, a real American hero, Tori toy line series gi joe used the fictional kfab persona i guess that's a name yeah K-fab. Uh, persona of kfab right persona yeah. of american american professional wrestler robert rudolph wow that's like a lot of r's yes thank thank god there weren't all k's no whoa, one can care for this slaughter like yeah. this just makes me laugh this makes me laugh man but that's how wrestling, I mean, wrestling was, I heard this funny ass stat. So the highest paid athletes, six. that's what I'm saying. He was an athlete. So here's what I've heard this, this interesting fact. So like 50 years ago, 30, 40 years ago, whatever. Who do you think the highest paid athletes were back then? Uh, from when? Say again? Like 30, 40 years ago, 50 years ago. Who are the highest paid athletes? Highest paid? Man, I don't even know. I would say probably golfers and tennis players. Boxers and then wrestlers second. A uh, wrestlers maybe wrestlers might have been first. Wrestlers or boxers like one and two. You talking about like WWE. how much money they make? Yeah. No, no, that was like before WWE. This is when it was just small territory wrestling. Okay, like it was like NWA, WCW, WWF, like all these other you know all these other smaller yeah. factions like regional. Like they used to make hell of money. Because it was in the style of how boxing made money, you know, promoter and then show and then split door and all that whole deal. Because it was, you know, a exhibition competition. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think that's kind of what happened with, I could safely assume, all sports at this point, right? Because they're not actual sanctioned sporting events. They're, it's an entertainment brand. It's, it's, it's it's purely entertainment at this point. And I think what, what it was back then, and to your point about talking about the nineties was a lot of people were engaged with wrestling at that time. At least a generation was, uh, that was some of the biggest shit going on. You know what I'm saying? Um, so it's just funny. This, now. Just it's so, a little different. This, you know? this, this, I mean, it, and it sounds funny when you see it, but this will, this will Sergeant Slaughter was part of NWA, the national wrestling alliance. Oh, I know. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's a small territory. Sergeant Slaughter was a big deal. Think about it. He was so big that G.I. Joe was like, we're going to make this full character. They made a character out of him. And we're talking about G.I. Joe was one of those toys that was like, this is uh, the United States. Like, this is a military. G.I. Joe, but G.I. Joe was also before our time. Like, we, we knew about oh, yeah. the 80s. And yeah, that we knew about the, the small ones. The Kung- yeah. That, that was about the ones with the, you know, and the snake yeah. eyes came into yeah. effect, right? Yeah. Yeah. But that yeah. came in my my parents before yeah. that. Yeah, he like had G.I. Joe with the Kung Fu, Kung Fu grip, yeah. which was a big deal. Yeah, yeah, Duke. Yeah, exactly. Like, I never understood when they had Duke. <laughs> I can't right now. Uh, yeah, just like, just like the Karate Kid one, right? Oh, yeah, Karate they all did one, that. Like, <laughs> yeah. And, uh, Kung Fu grip. And you're like, like, that shit's oh, alive. Man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
fuck we doing? I was in the spring action and then it gets stuck after a while. Fucking crazy. But I, I never understood the Duke one until like the movie. And then I when I started to do a re- research, you're like, oh, Duke was the original G.I. Joe. original G.I. Like, Joe, yeah. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Sergeant Slaughter had enough swing to get on that roster. That goes to show you how popular wrestling was at that time. At least that's how I saw it. It became a, a worldwide brand at that point. It, it became... Uh, must see tv where in today's world like that's why i made the correlation with sports sports is taken over to varying degrees at least in the entertainment sense in america you know uh, but wrestling still has its audience for sure and wrestling still definitely has a lot of viewership but not in the same way it was back then so going back to the 90s things chalk wrestling up right there wrestling was at peak 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 time and on the opposite end away from hogan rick flair was fucking doing his thing and it was it was the shit you know what i'm saying like Yo, this is great Rick, time in fucking uh wrestling i think like I, I i just hope before anything happens that there's a documentary about why rick flair is so huge in the african-american culture <laughs> they love rick flair we we love like they cite all his stuff like straight up he's a carolina cat you know what i'm saying <laughs> he's like, iconic but it's like, like it's a caricature, like to your point, we were talking earlier. It's like it's the same story with wrestlers. These dudes are caught up in their alter ego, but in reality, we are that and we are the other. We are both one and the same. We are the guy that's on TV. Yeah. But that's the hardest thing to balance because which one sometimes that one takes over, the other one takes it's this weird, uncomfortable balance shit. You can't be either one. <laughs> but you have to be both at appropriate times and still I think, I think, you're, I think there's a little bit of both but when you're in a certain situation one comes out right like yeah like me me in basketball right i was like no one's my friend yeah right mm. but when i got out of basketball i was still very competitive i just mm. knew when to turn it off but when it came to that it's like you know that's that's so funny dude i'm, I'm laughing because it's like you, you know the what you realize you don't know about history of of wrestling and return to WWF, right, in, in 83, 84. Because I just remember him being around. And then, like, when, like, according to the Wikipedia search, right, after WrestleMania uh, 6, Slaughter sent a letter to Vince McMahon saying he loved the program and was interested in returning. McMahon told Slaughter he wanted he wanted a heel. And his new gimmick was would be that Slaughter turned, turned on the United States due to the acceptance of of the Russian Nikolai Yolkov. Yep, the co- the the coming of powers together, which actually happened. So I was like, "Yo, is this yeah a reality <laughs> playing itself out on wrestling?" I mean, that's that's what's crazy. It's like, it's what is so, wrestling? Wrestling is the real drama. You know what I'm saying? Yo, yo, wrestling is so comical to me, and it's just comical because like it's like fight. It's 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 genius at the same time. You know, it's, it's, it's such a it's yeah. such a like storytelling, I've never went to a play, right? Mm. And but I'm just assuming that wrestling is literally a large play. Oh, it's the best because you know there's athletics involved too, so it's cool and it draws athletics. you in. It, it it's defining. It's it, it it it's clear in its message. At least back then, the storylines were a lot more uh, clear, and the talent was very you know, it's seamless. You know, they were very good performers, and they could get over. You know, what I'm saying you could really hate somebody, or you could really like somebody. And that's what was cool back then. It was a little more definitive where now it's kind of like, oh, everybody's anti-hero and, you know, black trunks and, you know, six pack and, you know, six foot six and shit. Like motherfuckers back then look like, you know, I always say this, like look like plumbers and shit. Look like your local 
you know, lumberjack, just barrel chested. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yeah, like oh, the body and shit. You know like- what I'm saying? Come to the ring with just some jeans on. I'm like, oh shit, yeah. this just got off work. Like Dusty That's Rhodes was the American yeah. dream. He was the son of a plumber. Like that was his storyline. You can't get away with that shit today. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you have you you have to be you have to be a, an island boy or islander and do the haka and have have like like it's hot right the, now. The tro- Super ripped with the with like at least a tattoo, right? right. Tribal tattoo and shit. Long hair, goatee. Yeah, the goatee, right? All slick, slick back, wet, right? Because it can't be dry. You gotta have slick back. Everything's gotta be slick, wet, wet, oil, all that. It's all all... oiled, oiled up. But I mean, that's what we're seeing. We're just seeing kind of uh, wrestling play, you know, out in in this fashion. It's kind of like a. I don't know. It's like a days of our lives. You know what I'm saying? It's just something that's going to continue on and everybody knows what it is, but you know, the fans will be stay fans and it'll have its, you know, moments, but it's, it's, it's a known thing now where before it was kind of like this weird, like, Oh, is it real? What? No, it's dude. It's script. Now it's like, no, it's, it's, it's definitely, it's all fake, but it's still entertaining. And I think yeah, I mean, that's okay too. Like I think as we mature as audiences, I guess. But there was real hate like, between the people too. True, and that's something that it's always a shoot. You know, what I'm saying the the thing in uh, wrestling is always like it's it's always it's always on. You know, it's always an angle. Yeah, it's always like, a storyline. You know what I'm saying? And like I, I can only imagine yeah. because like like wrestling had to be a hard career. You, you you were working, and it wasn't the same. Like you know, like the NFL, you had days off or whatever. But there's times where people were like. In wrestling, they're working, they're doing three times a week, right? And you're traveling to different places. So yeah. you're like, I don't even know how they did it. Did they have like, they didn't have like, I don't know if they had like a large bus that you put all your wrestlers in. How no, they, they just, they rolled did... together like in a gym bag. So you have your gear, uh, costume and all. And then you guys roll together with, if you're a good guy, you roll with another good guy because you can't be seen without a good guy. You ever, okay, you ever heard of that Ultimate uh, Warrior and uh, Hacksaw Jim Duggan story? No, I think it was a Hacksaw Jim Duggan Ultimate Warrior. Somebody, somebody important. But anyways, uh, oh no, no, Hacksaw Jim Duggan Iron Cheek, something like that. Basically, there was a bad guy and a good guy traveling together, and they uh-huh. were either inebriated, either on some substance, and then got pulled over, and then it became a news story, and that broke the kind of the idea of wrestling at that. It was a big deal because Hacksaw Jim Duggan was a big deal. He was like big, you know, he was big in the card of WWF at the time. And that happened, and then it was like, wait, why was he traveling with his enemy? And it was kind of that fourth wall broken down, like, uh-oh. And that was controversial. So now after that, it, it kind of it, – the practice was always to, to stay separate. So if you're a bad guy, you're rolling with bad guys. If you're a good guy, you're rolling with good guys. Even though In people know it's fake now. Well, now it's not as, you know, frequent, but still the smaller territories they'll, you know, keep in storyline because it's a whole new generation again. You know, a lot of kids yeah. are getting back into it. So the theatrics and everything of it is still, you know, plays out and you kind of walk the lines of reality. But and I think that's the credit to wrestling. That's always the show, you know, stays on. You know, is it is it an angle? Is it like that Bret Hart, Shawn Michael shit up until this point? I'm like, damn, they got us good. Just the fact that we still talk about it to this day. Yeah, that was that was going on. That was one of the better. That was one of the better rivalries that I can remember. But see, that's I what mean, makes it cool because they had the way they ended it was so controversial. Where they had you believe, at least how I think about it, that now man, was it, dude, he really quit. Man, yeah, you know, wasn't a Macho Man and, and Hulk one real too? 
well, it was now, you know, revealed as, you know, something that happened on those uh, behind the that uh, dark secrets of wrestling type of thing. I don't know if you've seen that one, but they go into that mm-hmm. incident. Yeah, I, I like, yeah. been told that Hogan, a lot of people hated Hogan. I mean, there's a lot of people that definitely, you know, weren't on board with him, um, rightfully so. He was the, you know, top earner in the company for a long time. He was a longtime champion. You can see there's there's issues there. Uh, it's interesting just listening to one of now the stiffest of wrestlers I've ever seen in my life. He was so stiff. Hey, but he up. was a good performer, man. He got yeah. me. He got me motivated. I'm over here when he's, you know, the chokehold and the. Uh, yeah, I am a real American. That shit was hard, rights bro. For the rights for every man, like Hulk Hogan oh. was the real deal, man. You know, and then, and then when he turned bad, and all all he ever died was the other part, but his his hey, even harder because he a hell of people hated him. That's how good he was, dude. The fact that he could emote that kind of emotion, like that's you know that's hard to do. Like I said, you know what I'm saying. And then I knew it was fake after a while. I was like, I was like, okay, so this and then he has this TV show. What was it that one where he was like uh, oh, uh on a Hogan's, boat or whatever? Oh, trying to see you his know? dogs and shit and he got denied. Whatever it was, it was like he was like driving around in the south of Florida and right on the boat, but they're like oh, yeah. people like I'm only turned up because it's like so ridiculous, dude. It's like it's ridiculous, but at the same time, I love like this is why I love this is why I love um Cobra Kai, like it's so ridiculous, but it's like I love this shit because it's terrible. I mean, and, it's entertaining. But it's terrible, but it's terrible in a good way. Like it's like, you know, yeah. <laughs> like it's so bad, it's good. Exactly, and it just makes me laugh. Like, like all Nicholas Cage like, movies. Like I remember, I remember uh, watching the one on on um, was it Razor Ramon, right? And then how you went up and down alcohol oh, and drugs, yeah, and, and and I get I get like accountability of, of self too. But it was like it, it's funny how like Vince McMahon tries to play off like you can almost you can almost guarantee at one point the uh, environment there was to do steroids and drugs to get through the pain, the whatever to keep to stay. Ripped I mean, and big. you could, that's like football, you know, especially football, not so much basketball and baseball, but they're varying degrees in both sports, you know what I'm saying? To also get yeah. over the pain and all that, you know, it's like that is strange. The correlation, they, they were, I mean, they were playing, they're playing like football, like in, in fairness with wrestlers, they're playing like football with no pads three times a week, true, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, yeah, very true, you know, and, that, and that's a that's a, a testimony to the, the people and how they had to get through it and whatever, right. Uh, but I remember when they were talking with Razor Ramon and, and how he went through all the stuff and how like Vince McMahon didn't really want to help him at first, mm-hmm. you know, I was like, what are you talking about? Right. And I just yeah. remember thinking like, that's why sometimes to this day, I'm like, I wish, although I don't really follow AEW and I'm glad it's out. I just like wish there was another instant, uh, instance at that time to break up WWE because it was so big and Vince McMahon was just an icon on that, that you he wasn't going to do anything that was going to mess with his money. You know, uh, at, at one point it didn't seem like he actually cared about the betterment of his wrestlers, you know? I mean, Scott Hall did leave though on weird uh, terms. He left during that debacle. Like you ever heard of that? It was the, the night that they left. It was uh, Kevin Nash and Scott Hall. Shawn Michaels stayed, Triple H stayed. 
uh, but Shawn Michael was the champion, so Triple H had to eat shit. Basically, they did some fucked up shit where it was after a pay-per-view, they all broke the storyline, so they all came out and said bye to each other in the ring, which is like a major no-no in the wrestling world because it's that same thing. It's like trying to keep the storylines pure and never revealing, mm-hmm. like, oh, you guys are all friends and shit, but they did it. But the other two were leaving off to WCW to start, you know, NWO, essentially. It was that saying, like, the night before type shit. And they did that. And Razor Ramon was that guy. So he did that, and then he spurned off. And not to say Vince McMahon shouldn't help him, but later on down the road, he ended up signing back, you know, for a short stint when, you know, WWE bought WCW. But, yeah, Hall and Nash at that time left because they were going to get – they got paid to be on WCW. Oh man, I I liked I liked Nash when he went over though cuz he was like I actually oh, like yeah. like he seems like a like every movie and things like that he just he projects like this kind of cool ass dude who would want to hang out with. He, he was like, a cool he dude. seemed like a he seemed like a cool dude opposed to like what they have him try to be, but when you see him he's like he seems more jovial and funny and laughing, mm-hmm. you know. He's, he's a comedian. Was <laughs> wasn't he all, yeah that's what i'm saying he was more of a comedian it seemed like you know? but that's what happens is because when they gave him the contracts you figure when their contracts were up with wwf wcw was like yo we'll give you hella money and they're like oh fuck it then we out so that's why Vince yeah. was like fuck that's what started the monday night wars essentially that move is what started the monday night wars Th- that was that was that was why i started to watch i started watching wcw a little bit more when they moved over and hogan moved over right and he had Goldberg was WCW, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then there was this dude. The only reason I even watched WWF was there was this dude called Stone Cold Steve Austin. See? And, that's and that was that was my dude. Like I should have liked Rock, but and even even thinking about like like more power to oh, I can't think of his name right now. Um who started acting right now. He's so he He's such a character to me too. Like makes me laugh. Um, John Cena, right? Oh yeah, John Cena. Yeah. More power to John Cena. It's funny because he was like, was this who he really was, or is this something that he was putting on as a whole front? Like, you forgot he was trying. He was really trying to rap and everything. Yeah. And everywhere he went, he was rapping, and, and then he like, was from L.A. Yeah, yeah. Is he from L.A.? Uh, or I don't know if he was from L.A. No, 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 he, so, he was. So he was sometimes young the in the OVW. No, but I mean, yeah. in a- OVW, his his character was like, uh, he was supposed to be like this bodybuilding, like specimen. That was his early like uh, storyline. But mm-hmm. I was under the assumption that he's always had a wanting to get into the entertainment, and I think wrestling yeah. was his way in. So that's why him rapping, possibly, you know, I mean, I don't know for sure, but that is uh, to see it now fully on display, the full personality. He has quite the following because he, to his credit was able to you know be there during wwf like the lean years and, and and ride it through and still stay the champion and you know help write the ship and you know became the spokesperson for the fucking wwe for a long time like he, after hogan he was one of the bigger dudes i want to say he might have been the biggest superstar they've had up until this point i mean he take i mean yeah, he's from he's from like uh west newberry massachusetts which kind of when i see it's him right. when i see how he is i'm like i'm not <laughs> that's what i'm saying <laughs> Hella buff like that, <laughs> or or just like the the because uh, I've always met like more white dudes with a little bit of swagger from Massachusetts, but then it's like they most of the people I ever met from Massachusetts love rap or whatever, but at the same time they they were also semi 
Navy racist or whatever. Hey, right? Marky Mark, he, Mark Wahlberg. That's who is. John that's Cena he. is, Mark Wahlberg in the ring. Yeah, just a bigger version of Mark Wahlberg, right? And, uh, like, it just, it, I mean, he's a funny-looking dude in, in, in general. Like, his face, so, like, he's, like, got some weird facial looks or whatever, but... I mean, he's a superhero was, fucking good good character. No, no. Did you watch that? Not yet. Did you watch yet. Peacemaker? I saw the previews, though. That shit looks fucking amazing. Dude, it's hilarious, bro. It is actually pretty hilarious, man. Nice. And uh, and I and I and I'm like, I never really liked him as a wrestler, but I'm enjoying him as an actor, especially the, yeah. the the funny roles, because it's like, okay, cool, you know. And I absolutely do love that these oversized humans that are hella buff play these funny roles because it's just funny. It's just funny in general. You know what I'm saying? The dynamics hilarious. It's like a fat yeah. funny dude. It's hard to have a skinny skinny funny dude. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's like you're you're hella buff and you do this stupid ass stuff and we're supposed to take you serious and you're hella yeah. buff, you know? Yeah, it just the, that dynamic is always funny. That uh, that contrast, like masculine, tough, and then hilarious, is always the best contrast. Classified West Newbury, Los Angeles, California, as the prototype. Yes, what? that used to be his. Uh, that used to be his wrestling name. The prototype. Yeah. Because he was a uh-huh. physical specimen. Like he had like a like hella buff. Like the way he is now. Like. They had him like yeah. almost like a robot type character, you know what I'm saying? They're like the prototype, and he would walk out and just hella square and shit. But he would be hella pumped and jacked. Seriously. And he worked his way up all the way. Worked his way up all the way. Oh, okay. So that's probably why I had the ties too. He did a California-based Ultimate University operation out here, doing all this stuff. Um, Wait, where he was an NCAA Division Three American Center on the college football. He was American. He was a center. Oof, nice. In college football, I didn't know that. Usually, usually that's for like really fat people. Well, what is he? Six four. Six two, one. No, it's six, according six, to the, six, the one, uh, Wikipedia, two, six one two fifty one. Yeah, I mean it's slim, but there are some linemen out there that are pretty thin like that. Not a lot, but there are some. And that's what yeah, high no, school. Uh, yeah, I Clayton Adam. Clayton, uh, no, he, that was his uh, college football. Looks like Clayton Adams shots out. Clay, Clay, Clayton Adams went to Shelton, and he's a, he was a center, like probably five eight or whatever. He oh, was yeah, a center so with the Boise. Yeah, he played for uh, Boise State, right? Yeah. Guess what he is now? What is he? Coach. He Boom. is a coach for Colt, the Colts. Boom, Colt for the good. That's crazy, Clayton. Crazy. Adams. That's, that's dope, I, I was Shots out, homie. No, yeah, shots out to him, man. You know, made it like stick with whatever he loved and went far with it. Finesse, finesse, very nice. Yeah, man, fucking crazy. So he was a prototype. I want to know about his rapping crew because, like, was this just? I guess that was just the LA shit. No, no, no. No, looking at it, that that's that's completely like Massachusetts <laughs> looked up with the long baggy shirt. <laughs> right, hold, on, hold on, I'm gonna go pee real quick. All right, what'd you find out? Dang, I just found a like he just seems like a, a better dude than I even knew. I, I remember I didn't like the whole aura that he had at the time. Maybe also was that was at the time where I didn't care for wrestling. Like, yeah, it was the lean 19-9. years. It was the lean years. Yeah, it was when fans weren't really on it like that. Yeah, true. He he do, he donated a million dollars to Black Lives Matter in June 20, 2020 as part Boom. of the match million, and no one even heard about he, uh, it. He and he and he gives uh, he granted 650 wishes for children with life threatening illnesses through through the Make a Wish Foundation. Yeah, 
considered the most in Make-A-Wish history. Ever. That's what I'm saying. Like, credit to John Cena, man. For him to be that dude, like, Vince got lucky. And he was created within their whole time frame. Like, he was from really, like, start to finish. Like, he was in their system, which is pretty cool, you know. And all things considered, because I wasn't a fan either. Um, but I think as the years went on and kind of him, you know, changing, you know, his status as an entertainer, it's uh, pretty cool to see for sure. No, yeah, no, like, like watching him right now. And then uh, I didn't, he watched him on the Transformers. And I think it was like they gave him some really terrible stuff. But like this role as Peacemaker right now yeah. is, is Chef's Kiss, right? Because it's like, I feel like it, it fits him better. You know, it fits him on, on, I think who he wants to be more as funny, but also serious, like, you know, like, you know, in a more serious role, uh, not serious, but it's, it's funny, but like, at the same time, like, he's I, like I, a he's natural at it. He has like a yeah, natural. It, it, I feel like, thing. I feel like that fits him better, better, you know, better than the rock. Yeah. Who's better right now? Better him, better rock. From the actor point of, of view. Movie, actor. I'm trying to think of the movies that, that like, I think, I see a lot, of, like a lot of. Um, let me just back and say, a lot of wrestlers, they when they start off acting, it's really terrible, and it's weird because they're pretty good actors in general because they're selling to people the ridiculousness of wrestling, right? And then once they tap into, they realize the ridiculousness instead of being silly or are serious. I think that's when they really unlock their full potential. Uh, I'm trying to think of movies I like The Rock in, and a lot of them were kind of okay to me you know like i i mean i know people love the love the fast and furious i mean he played a solid role in that nothing that stood out too much um you know what the one i maybe the one i liked was the one where he was uh uh it was like after get shorty it was another one that was like where he was with vince vaughn and whatever and he was trying to be a model like I like rock in more funnier roles, right? I like rock in more like the one with Kevin Hart, where he was an agent. Yes, yes. Yeah, uh, I thought that was a good one. Him and he was Bob Stone or whatever. I liked him in more like stuff like that. Mm. Uh, I have to see what he's gonna be like in Black Adam. Um, is that confirmed? That is confirmed, correct? That is confirmed. That is confirmed. That he's gonna be in that because he also did another one where he was when they did the Scorpion King. This was earlier in his mm -hmm. career. And it was in, he wasn't really good at acting, you know, at that time. That was like a, it was like a gig. whole, that was like one of his first gigs. Cause, yeah. um, so he wasn't really that good at acting. Oh, you know what I'll, I will say I liked him in? What? It was, uh, Gridiron was it the game. one where he was, oh, it was the one where he was walking around with the big stick where he, uh, where he had the wood and walking he, was, tall. he became walking tall with that Sean William Scott or something. I, I, yeah, I liked that one with him in it. That was a, that was a good one. Because Rock's had a lot of roles, it. yeah. Thinking about it, he's been yeah. out and about now. That's pretty interesting. He's a, he's a that action superstar guy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he, he became the action superstar dude. Uh, oh, I liked him in GI Joe second movie. Oh yeah, yeah. He has a, yeah. He's pretty. He's pretty up there in terms of credits even though the, for sure. Even though the even though the GI Joe movies were pretty bad, I liked him in that one. You know. How could those have been done better? I think they weren't that great either. I did a rewatch. I think I watched the first one uh, not that long ago. I I actually it was weird because I I enjoyed the first one as bad it was as it was. Uh, I liked it up to the point where they got those exoskeleton suits, which was just looked 
stupid to me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But obviously, like, well, the redheaded girl was fine in that. Marlon cracks me up, right? Ripcord. Um, it it was more juvenile but fun, you know. As yes. bad as it was, I kind of liked it. I even kind of liked how they they try to make the Cobra Commander. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. Nine nine ten nine. Right. I was like, yeah. okay. Because because the Baroness was fine. That girl oh, was fine in that red she hair. To be. She was fine in the cartoon. Shit. Bear, the bear. Oh, the Baroness was was his ex wife that was all controlled by the nine nine nights, but she never really finished that story. But um, but then like the second one. That's right, because the second one had was the second one with the word where where um Bruce Willis, where where uh, The Rock, Storm Shadow, the Chinese. Oh no, it, it had it had uh. That's right, because the second one was with with um. That's why I couldn't stand it. They fucking had Riz. They had uh, not Riza. No, they had Riza as like the blind black martial oh, art martial teacher. Artist. Yeah, yeah. I just like, I just like, why? Like you couldn't even get like, you couldn't even what get a get? white. Uh, you like, you couldn't even get like an Asian dude to do it. Like you had to get Riza. The same thing with Doctor Strange. Remember when he had that uh, white woman play the Chinese dude? I was like, what? That that was a little different for me, right? What? Like that one. That, that dude is a Chinese dude, and they picked no, no, a you're, white you're, female. You're you're absolutely right, and that's like, like I remember people saying that, and that was a big issue. But I looked over that one. Riza being the the blind kung fu dude, I was just like, this is looking hella cheesy. First of all, <laughs> how does a black dude get all the way up here? Like we don't like the coat. Hey, but he's a grandmaster, though. See, that's what you want. He was a grandmaster. He was like, good, good, good. good. <laughs> <laughs> I can't, dude. I was like, I watched it. I can't. I don't know why. It just like it, it irritated me, man. Star really power, man. Did. Hey, GI Joe like, was supposed oh, to have star he, power. What What happened is he got in that role because of the name. He was like, maybe, oh yo, yo, let me be the blind, blind kung fu master. Hey, I mean, like, it's star power, baby. G.I. Joe, I mean, we were just talking about how they signed on to make Sergeant Slaughter a toy. That would have been great if they actually made, had Sergeant Slaughter be in the G.I. Joe movie. The real one or a version of it? The the real one as a, as a like, as like retired Sergeant Slaughter, right? Wait, what was, what was, um, what you call this character supposed to be? Not Mel Gibson, but, um, uh, you said his name earlier. Bruce Willis? Yeah, was he Sergeant Slaughter? No, I think he was. Uh, wasn't he? He wasn't Duke, but uh, there was another sergeant before. Like he was in the toy listing, I think. Also, okay, like an older like shout out to like an older generation, like Joe. He was probably like Joe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he was. Uh, he was original Joe. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I think that was that part because that one split into two parts because they try to blame everything on, on uh, Snake Eyes. Right, and then, then they completely got like I think they didn't say anything about um, uh, Cobra Commander in that one. That didn't they Baroness didn't, didn't exist it. all of a sudden. Yeah, nope. like, all I don't gone. Know, I, like they didn't sign off. All the gone. Movie. Yeah, uh, they didn't even kill him off. It was just like whatever, right? Um, oh no, I think he was left behind. Something happened where like he was still looking at him mad because he they left him behind or whatever. Oh yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, what did they say? Uh, yeah, but The Rock was a solid character. I absolutely love that they killed Duke quick. 
because I'm not a huge Channing Tatum fan. So when they killed him early, I laughed. I laughed at the movie theater. Jeez. What's wrong with Channing Tatum, man? He's so cool. I, at that time, I didn't like him, but I did like him when he was on 21 Jump Street. Why? What's, what's the beef with Channing Tatum, man? It's, I don't know. You don't, is there people that you just don't care for? Oh, like, definitely. Definitely, a... for sure. Uh, okay. I'm trying to take okay. I'm trying to That's take I'm trying to take who it is, though. <laughs> But like I, I liked him in I, I liked him in uh twenty one twenty one and twenty two Jump Street. It was funny. He's not bad. He's not. A, I'm trying to think of bad actors, but I mean, I, I think acting is just interesting. It's strange, you know. Yeah, Channing Tatum kind of filled the role of uh, who would he be in the past? Channing, Channing Tatum should play. Uh, if they made a bio biopic of John Cena, it should be Channing Tatum. <laughs> That's all the funny. I could actually see that being a comedy. <laughs> like doing like they're doing like a movie, it'll be Channing Tatum with like John Cena's trying to walk him through talking about his but yeah. no no no, this is how you're supposed to rap. Mm. Yo, I'm yeah. I'm gonna tweet that tonight <laughs> to John Cena. They should make a movie of a, a biopic comedy, but it's 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 I can see that. you telling Channing Tatum to play you. Yeah, Channing Tatum is a interesting actor. I'm trying to think, he got his start from what? Coach Carter is what I remember from, and oh, then he, he also did a dancing, yeah. and he was also in a dancing movie, another one before the uh, the Magic Mike. Oh, step it up and shit. Yeah, or oh, something man, like that. It's Not crazy. He was in a different dancing movie, I think it was, because it wasn't uh, Step It Up, because that oh, was yeah, not that. Uh, but it was another dancing one though. Kind of dancing thing, yeah, yeah. Oh, that is strange. That because is strange. because I remember him. I remember him playing in Coach Carter, and he was <laughs> he was actually he was actually when you looked it up, he was actually playing a role of a black dude, right? That's hella funny. <laughs> yeah. Does he get the black pass? Is he like black pass like Bradley Cooper black pass? I think earlier it's it's funny it's funny the transition of of like uh, young white men that are into rap how they like their first it coming in and they're all about the culture they're wearing fubu they're wearing mecca right the baggy pants and then somewhere when they hit 27 28 that image is no longer a part of who they are they're like what was i doing that's true you know 